the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope has been a blessing to you and yours. That's called recovery and restoration. Something that our Father God wants to do for every child of God, including me and you. I know you already know this, but it can't be said too many times. Our God is a good God. Oh, yes, he is. He's so good of a God that he wants to bring recovery and restoration of everything that rightfully belongs to his. That's the kind of good God that we've got. The kind of God who's so good that he not only saved us from hell's fire, but restoring everything that the devil has stolen from us, his children, is also his desire. That's how good our God is. He's a God of recovery and restoration to his. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Joel chapter 2, begin reading in verse 21. It says, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit. The fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause you to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor and, and the floor shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath taken, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. That's what God said to us. Praise God. He said there's a restoration that he wants to bring to us. A restoration of recovery of all the things that the devil has stolen. Of all the things that the canker worm have eaten. The palmer worm and the caterpillar and the canker worm. And, all, and that great army that came in amongst us. And took stuff. Depleted stuff. And, and, and caused stuff to no longer be in our lives. Well God said I'm bringing them back to your lives. Praise God. That's what he wants to do for me and you. God will restore the years that the devil has devoured. That's not only the years in time, but everything that happened during that time. God said restoration is coming to me. Your house is coming to mine. Praise God. 
God's cause of restoration and recovery to happen in our lives. Now, we found out, or we've been working more recently on the fact that the recovery and restoration of our health is one of the things that God wants to restore to me and you. Why is that? Because before you get ready to get excited about all these other things he'll do for you, you got to be healthy enough for him to be able to enjoy it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because if you're laying uh, horizontal in some bed, you can't step up and receive none of the things that God said in terms of being able to benefit from them. So God wants to restore your health to you, too. We already saw in type and shadow, that's what he did to the children of Israel when he brought them out of Egyptian bondage. He brought them out free, rich, and healed. Praise God. That's what he revealed to dust. So by doing it to them too, now he's letting us know it's your turn. And it's your time for me to be able to do that same thing for you. We've already come out of satanic bondage, praise God. But now it's time for the rest of the recovery to come our way too. And that is for us to have a recovery of health as well as recovery of finances coming to me and you. We've been working recently on the recovery of our health. Even more recently, last week, as a matter of fact, we started talking about the recovery and restoration of others' health. The recovery and restoration of others' health. Because God doesn't only want to restore our health, he wants to restore other people's health too. He don't only want to restore our health, he wants to restore other people's health too. Other people who don't know about the recovery and restoration that's coming their way. Other people that don't know about the recovery and the restoration that God has available to them because they didn't hear what he had to say. But God wants to raise up a people. I'm talking about you and me as a people. That he wants to fill with his word and fill with the faith of his word who he has already filled with his love when the Holy Ghost came on the inside of me and you. So that we can then go out into this world and be able to cause a restoration and a recovery to be able to happen to them too. Now when I say cause it, I'm not talking about we do it. The Lord does it. But he uses us. Last time we got together, we found out we was his gloved hand. We are the gloved hand of the Lord and we are his feet too. We are on his body. We're the feet and we take that thing to recovery, restoration to other people too. And we found out one of the ways that we'll do it is we'll lay hands on the sick and we'll see them recover. Why? Because when we lay our hands on them, that's actually God's hand that's being laid on them. And we're releasing God into the midst of the situation to do what he wants to do in their life too. He did it with other disciples and he wants to do it with me and you. He told us over in Mark chapter 16, turn there please, praise God. He turned us over in Mark chapter 16 that this is what he wants to do through me and you. Well, if that's what he wants to do through me and you, we're going to let him do what he want to do. At least some of us are going to let him do what he want to do. Praise God. I got anybody in here that's going to let the Lord do what he want to do. Amen. He said in Mark chapter 16, starting with verse 15, he said, and he, speaking of Jesus, said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. I got anybody in here that believe? He said, in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, like Starbucks coffee, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Not if not, we'll see what happened. Not let's just go out there and let's just see what's going to happen. Let's just throw it upside the wall, see if it sticks. No, this is what he said. He said, this is what I want you to do. You go lay your hands on those people and I will make sure that they recover. Because God's the one that's going to make them recover. Are you listening to me up there? Because Jesus is the healer, not you and me. We just the ones with hands and with faith. So therefore we qualify to be able to help set other folk free. 
Jesus went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. Well, God is with us too. And we've been anointed by the Holy Ghost and commissioned by him to do what it is he wants us to do. So God is telling us, now you go out and you lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Because Jesus told his disciples that they could do the same thing he did too. We found out over in the book of John, praise God, 14th chapter, that he told us that the works that I do, you'll do also. And greater works than these shall ye do, because I go unto my father. Well, he done went to his father. Now it's time for the works to be able to be done by me and you. Whereas we, God's great army that's on this earth at this time, should go lay hands on people and watch them recover just like he did with them too. Because that's what he wants to do with me and you. Because God gave his disciples the ability to do the same work that he was doing. And that's causing the recovery and restoration of health to happen in other people's lives too. Whereas they can be healed. And we found out that that word healed means relieved. Because it is discomforting for to be sick. It's jacked up to be sick. It's tiring. It's exhausting. It's troublesome. It's hurtful to be sick. But we have what was necessary to be able to cause them to be relieved of all of that. Jesus went about healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. Because how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He had the stuff to be able to get that stuff off of them. And God gave you the stuff to get the stuff off folk too. Praise God. Now the only question is, do you believe? I got anybody in here to believe. Praise God. When well, that mean you can do it too. That you can be able to lay hands on the sick and you'll watch them recover. You can be able to pray over people and they'll be healed too. Folk that other people thought was through, you'll find out, no, that's not what God said to do. God said they healed in Jesus' name. And then they can get back up. Say, get back up. Yeah. Amen. Because God wants them to get back up. Hallelujah. That's good news to me. Now, scripture is replete with the Lord's disciples being used by him to be able to cause recovery and restoration of health in other people's lives. It is replete. I mean, if I was just to sit here and just start going through scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture like I normally do, then we would be here for months and I still wouldn't exhaust all the scriptures that it has for that to be able to show you what God will do. But I'm going to relieve you of that this time. Praise God. But I'm just going to show you a few, though. Oh, I'm going to show you a few. Praise God, so that you can be able to see that God did it for them and he'll do it for you too. Turn over to Acts chapter 5, please. Let's start right there. Praise God, Acts chapter 5. He did it for them, he'll do it for you too. He did it through them, he'll do it through you too. Look at your hands and say, these are healing hands. Because God can use these hands to heal people in this land. All I got to do is lay these healing hands on somebody and they'll be healed in this land. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, did you hear what I said? I got healing hands. You got them too? I'm going to use mine. How about you? Amen. Because see, we all got them. This ain't nothing special in relationship to, well, see, if your hands are a certain size, you can use them. If your hands are a certain color, you can use them. If you don't use dollar store lotion, but you use expensive lotion, you can, you can use them. No, I don't care if you use dollar store lotion, or I don't care if you use oil, cooking oil. Praise God. Hallelujah. It'll work for you. Are you listening to me up here? Hallelujah. <laughs> Just, amen. Acts chapter 5. I love the Lord. Praise God. See, God used Peter to be able to bring recovery and restoration of health in the multiple people's life, in the multitudes of people's life. Let's look. Acts chapter 5, let's begin reading in verse 15. It says, in so much that he brought, well, let's, 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 let's go to verse 14 first. 
and, and, and believers were the more added to the Lord multitudes, both men and women, insomuch that they, those multitudes, brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches. This ain't talking about being ghetto. Amen. <laughs> they laid them on bed and couches that at the least the shadow of Peter's passing by the might overshadow them, some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folk and them which were vexed with unclean spirits. And they were healed, most of them. And they were healed, some of them, few of them, none of them. Every one of them was healed as a result of that. And he's only talking about one man, Peter. So I'm talking about one man. And remember now, Pete, Pete wasn't no special somebody. Because Pete, Pete, Pete had hoof and mouth disease on a regular basis. Say stupid stuff, do stupid stuff, and conduct himself in ways that he ain't supposed to do. But it just showed how God can use the foolish to confound the wine and do what he do. Praise God. So if he can use the foolish, he can use all of us. Not because we foolish, per se, but because if he can use them, he can show enough use us. Does that make sense? Amen. The same results can happen through us. That's because God's love for his people and his desire to be able to restore the health of his people will flow through us to them the same way too. As long as we don't block it as it flows through us and then it stops in us and we don't step out and do what God said do. Because God's going to give you the compassion for the people. He's going to give you the love for the people. He's going to give you the faith necessary to go out and be able to do what's necessary with the people. He's going to give you everything. He gave you the hands. Them hands is actually his. They've been purchased. They've been bought with a price. Now it's time to glorify God with them. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. Not to just be holding up camera phones and taking selfies, but to go out there and heal somebody. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. And then after they heal, turn it around and take a selfie of the both of y'all too. And be able to say, this is another one that the Lord healed because I did what he said to do. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. The same results can happen through us too. And that's that every single one of them can be healed. Just like it was with him too. Because God is not a respecter of person. What he is is a respecter of faith. I got anybody in here got faith? Then he'll respect that. Turn to Acts chapter 9 please. We'll see over here what God used Peter to be able to wring recovery and restoration of health in a lame man's life. In a lame man's life. So that means if you run into any lame folk, naturally or otherwise, they can be healed of that too. Some of y'all are thinking like, I know about four or five lame people. Praise God. Let me go lay my hands on them too. Praise God. <laughs> they can lose their lameness. Acts chapter 9. We're getting reading verse 32. It says, and it came to pass as Peter passed through all quarters. He came down also to the saints which dwelt in Lydia. Whatever that is. Whatever. And, and there he found a certain man named my boy. And when he had kept his, which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy, 
kept his, his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. Now, when it says he was kept his bed eight years, that means he was bedridden for eight years. Bedridden for eight years. Anybody in here bed, been bedridden for a day? Got tired of it, didn't you? You're like, man, this, I want this over. I mean, because there's, I mean, you only got so many sides you can turn over on. You only got two cheeks that you can turn on. Now, you listen to me up in here. It gets tiring fast. Hallelujah. Homie in there for eight years. 365 days times eight, times eight. That's a lot of time. In fact, that's a lot of time. That's enough time for hope, hopelessness to be able to develop too. To the point that you don't really even expect nothing else to happen ever. Verse 34 saying, Paul and Peter said unto him, my boy, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make thy bed. He told him, he said, and Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make thy bed. I like that. When you get up, make your bed up. <laughs> See, God's a God of order. I don't know if y'all know that. God's a God of order. So if you're going to get up, don't just leave your bed like that. Make it. It's in the Bible. Make your bed. Look at, look, look at your neighbor and say, it's in the Bible. Make your bed, baby. Amen. That wasn't just your mama telling you that. Pete said that too. And Pete was anointed with the Holy Ghost. To say, make your bed. Well, I had to hurry him get out of there and get up earlier. Hallelujah. Anyway, verse 34, and Peter said to him, my boy, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make thy bed. And look at this. And he arose immediately. After eight years, he arose immediately. After eight years. Because he said to him, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. That word maketh right there in the Greek means to cure. To cure. Jesus Christ cured him of what had him bedridden. It also translates heal and make whole. Heal and make whole. He healed him. He made him whole. And allowed him to be able to get up after eight long years. Eight long years. Years. Eight long years of being oppressed by the devil. Eight long years of not being able to live the life that God wanted him to be able to live and be able to go about and do what it is that God wanted him to do and live the life that he had in store for him like me and you. See, we have the ability to get up and move around. Some folk don't have the ability to get up and move around. Some people are trapped by their sicknesses and things like that. But God wants to send somebody to where they are and be able to set them free right where they are. So you can say, get up. Oh, and make up your bed. Probably told him to change the linen too, praise God. Amen. But notice, Peter didn't say, I made you whole or I make you whole. That's because he couldn't heal the man if he wanted to. Just like you can't heal anybody if you wanted to. I remember bishops used to say that you couldn't heal a fly's wings with super glue. You (laughs) ain't nothing that you could do to be able to help nobody. Like that. Are you listening to me up in here? 
So let's get that settled before you get ready to step out. You can't do nothing anyway. So when the devil attack you with the fact that you can't do nothing when you get there, don't freak out over that. Of course, you tell them, I know that. But I'm not coming in my name. I'm coming in the name of Jesus. Whose name you coming in? Whose name you coming in? The one that defeated the devil. Whose name you coming in? The one that heals folk all over the place. Whose name you coming in? The one that is victor over everything that he faces. Whose name you coming in? So he can do it. He can do it. You coming in his name. You're not coming in your name. Only Jesus is capable of healing people. Not us. Then go ahead and solve that in your mind. Jesus is the healer. What you're doing is doing is taking Jesus into the environment so he can be able to do it. Does that make sense? In the hopeless environments where people's hope have already shut down, where people are not in faith, but they're just laying around. And God wants you to be able to go and take and bring his healing down so that they can be able to manifest in the midst of their life. But we have, we've been given the privilege by God to go in the name of Jesus and take the healing that's found only in the name of Jesus. We get to go in the name of Jesus and take the healing that is only manifested in the name of Jesus. And look what happened when he told him, Jesus, make thee whole and make up your bed. Immediately, the guy got up and started making up his bed. Praise God. Immediately. That word immediately means directly. Directly, he got up. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. He even began to scurry and get back up. At once, because it's at once, and soon. Now, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. The man was bedridden for eight years. Somebody said, that's a long time. But because, Jesus, because God had somebody that he could be able to use to be able to bring recovery and restoration of health to that person, that person that was bedridden eight years was now standing next to his bed, making it up, fluffing the pillows and straightening out the, the, the covers and dropping a quarter on it and see if it bounces and stuff like that. Is that out cold? Here he is. This man was bedridden for eight years, but immediately he was healed. I bet you that man was excited. I bet you that man told everybody that he could. I bet you that the folk that used to be the one that helped that man and come through for that man, the family of that man, started telling everybody what's happening. Talking about breaking the internet. You're talking about tweeting all over the place. That's what they call it, right? Tweeting, right? Whatever. You know, sending out messages electronically all over the place. Praise God. I bet you they did it. Hallelujah. How do I know that? Because verse 35 kicks in. Verse 35 says, and all that dwell at Lydda and Saron saw him and turned to the Lord. All the people who lived around that man who was healed saw the healing and manifestation in that man. They expecting to see him horizontal. He's standing there. They, he's standing there vertical. They like, would you look at this? Because of what they saw was done in the name of Jesus, they turned to the Lord Jesus. Because of what they saw that was done in the name of Jesus, they turned to the Lord Jesus. Now that word turn right there means to revert, to revert. They reverted to the Lord Jesus. 
It also translates come again, return, return again, and convert. It also translates come again, which leans back to that revert, return, which leans back again to that revert, and to return again, which leans back to that word revert, which means some of the people who are going to see the people healed as a result of you doing, you and me doing what it is that God told us to do, are going to come again to the Lord. They're going to come again to the Lord. That means that they may have walked with the Lord, strayed away from the Lord for whatever reason. But once they see the healing manifest and they're going to see somebody else receive their recovery and restoration of health, that it's going to be a reason for them. Just like they walked away for some reason, now they got a reason to come back. And they're going to return and they're going to return again to the Lord. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. Hopefully you're coming to know our God as a God who's capable of causing a regaining of that which has been lost and or taken away in our lives. And more importantly, I hope you're becoming inspired to let God be a God who restores everything that has been lost or taken away in our lives. He's willing and wanting to do it for all of us who are his. So come on and let's let him do what he wants to do for his. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and see us. It'll be a blessing to you if you do. And it'll flat out be a blessing unto us when you do. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.